Hello everyone, this is Sean. And this is Sam. And this is the Tutors of Life podcast. Today we're going to talk about goal setting. Sam, start us out. Well, before, we would always start our goals at the beginning of January. And we wouldn't ever actually check up on them. Uh, We just kind of assumed we were working on them. And this past December, we looked at our goals, and probably only one of them applied to us anymore. Yeah, at which point we we really decided we needed to do a different type of goal setting. And it just so happened, I was listening to a podcast where I heard about the 12-week year. Um, Plugged to the 12-week year, I guess. Um... So pretty much what it is, is you set your goals out for 12 weeks instead of 52 weeks. And we're in the process of doing it right now. We started this year, 2021, first week in January. Uh, We're running out 12 weeks. I chose a business section. Sam chose a business section. And then we combined chose a personal. Yeah, we've definitely been talking about this a lot um, on our website and in person. But I feel like it's because it's actually the best way to do goals and work on them yeah i mean i was pretty impressed with the with the the speaker the author of the book um when i listened to him really you set a vision uh, you set a long-term vision so sam and my vision uh, we have like a three-year vision that's all we're setting right now for ourselves um and within three years we plan to be on the road touring in the country uh we're getting a fifth wheel camper and a diesel truck and we're just going to tour the country and see where life takes us so everything we're doing um in our 12-week goal setting for the next you know three years is going to set us up to meet that vision that that over-encompassing goal in life so we're, we're starting now and we're going to see how this 12-week 12-week year plans out i mean we've only just finished the second week and it's been a learning process already yeah, for sure. I mean, a big thing is, um, so if you think of 52 weeks, right, it is very long and you're definitely going to procrastinate a lot. Um, with the 12 weeks, it's a lot shorter time span. And so you think you need to really knock it out of the park. But what you're going to realize is 12 weeks is also a long time. And so we start out the gate going pretty hard, going pretty fast. And that's a dog in the background shaking, sorry. Um, But we started the year pretty fast, and we realized at the end of the second week that we need to slow it down. We need to set things out a little more, make sure it's really planned out so that we don't knock everything out in four weeks um, because that kind of defeats the purpose of the 12-week year. Yeah, we started wrong by not planning out the whole 12 weeks right away. So... Sean's mom is also doing it with us, and she put a lot on her plate the first two weeks, and now she has really nothing else to do except for going to look at houses, because her goal is to buy a rental property. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, we we started out a little too fast, um, and and that was because we didn't plan out the whole 12 weeks, and so, I mean, the first, first learning thing we learned after week one was um, the next 12 week year we do we need to plan out all 12 weeks step by step task by task and you definitely need to be flexible with it um so 
we're using this goal plan to plan our wedding. And our thing this past week was to get a wedding website set up. And I was going to do it yesterday, but I had my birthday and decided to do nothing. Um, but instead, I did accomplish one of my goals that is three weeks away from now. So it was nice to kind of be able to be flexible. And now I cross that goal off. And I don't know if I'm going to either bump all the weeks, like postpone them all a week, or if I just want to switch them. I don't know yet. Yeah, but either way, we have all the tasks planned out. We know that, you know, we know every task we need to do in a week to complete them for the next 12 weeks. So we can just adjust it accordingly. And that way we stay on track with at least completing one of the tasks, you know, the tasks we plan every week. Mm-hmm. We, the nice thing about the website is we have an audience. So we have to record to people and make sure people like are keeping track of, are you completing your goals? So that's the nice thing is we have each other and Sean's mom. And we have a nice little circle that every Sunday we sit with each other and talk about our goals and if we accomplish them or what can we do to make sure they get accomplished the next week. So it's nice to have that resource that you can bounce ideas off of and they make you accountable to actually get your goals done. Yeah, I mean, big thing, having an accountability team goes with everything in life. If someone's holding you accountable, you're way more likely to accomplish it. If you're just going by the seat of your pants, you're going to do it when you want to do it sort of deal. Um, No one's holding you accountable. Why would you do it? Mm -hmm. So setting up, getting a team, setting yourself up for success so that you will accomplish it. And if you don't accomplish it, you'll have someone standing there asking you why you didn't. Mm -hmm. So, Sean, why do we only have three goals in total between us? The big thing with the three goals was we we didn't want to overwhelm ourselves. Sam still has a full-time job. I don't really have a full-time job, but I just stay busy working because I like working. So, the big thing with the three goals was that way we make sure that they get accomplished. They're, they're three very important things to us, I guess, My business goal is to set up systems and how-tos for our whole company so that anybody can push and play our company. And along with doing all of that, we are introducing a virtual assistant to our company in April to help with a lot of the administrative tasks. So by having everything on paper, all the how-tos done, all the systems completed, that should make for a really smooth transition to introduce the virtual assistant personal level we're planning out our wedding and sam what was your 12-week goal for your business uh to get our joint website and my personal website up and running and functioning yeah so so we just chose three things that are really important to us right now so we don't want to overwhelm ourselves we want to make sure that we complete these tasks in 12 weeks and we don't want to fail our first go around um we want to make sure we crush these 12 weeks and then our 13th week will be for review and celebrating our victories. celebrating our victories absolutely and then setting our next goals so we want to keep all the goals we set very pertinent we don't want little goals that don't actually help us get to where we're going we want big over-encompassing goals that are going to really benefit us moving forward mm. and that's not saying like those are our only goals 
Because, I mean, we do have, like, mental goals of going to the gym 15 days this month. But it's nothing that we have to really focus on. Um, Like, that's just something we do on our free time, but it's nothing, like, that's going to affect us that much in the future. Yeah, and all those things, I mean, like, going to the gym a certain amount of times, you know, eating healthy the majority of the time, those are all standards we've set. Um, We've been doing it for years now, so... It's kind of just a framework for us. It's a it's a standard. We we just go to the gym. It's part of life. We meal prep the majority of our meals. We don't eat like pieces of shit. Um, so I mean, those things. If, if you've never done them before, right, that could be a huge twelve week goal for you. But Sam and I've been doing it for so long that it's just it's it's a life. It's standard standardized for us. So that kind of stuff isn't goal oriented for us now. It could be if we decide to do like a lifting competition or something like that, right? We could do a 12-week prep for a competition, and then then it could be a 12-week goal. But if it's just normal daily training, living, health sort of sort of thing, um, we don't feel it's necessary to make those a goal because it's just a standard of life. And those, I feel like, would be something too simple for a 12-week goal. I mean, it's something that, like, I write every night in my journal and that it's something I do keep track of. So there's a lot of things in life that I feel like you can keep track of writing it down, but it's nothing goal worthy. I mean, for us. Yeah, definitely. Well, and I also think about this, like, right. So the 12 week year, what, what they're basing it off of, you should be completing something that you would write down for your yearly goal. You're going to complete it now in 12 weeks. And so if you have a yearly goal, it's not going to be small. Your yearly goal is usually going to be pretty big. You're only choosing a finite amount of them so that you can complete these pretty big goals in a quarter of the time, essentially, from what you usually set it. And by doing it for 12 weeks, you, you're able to track it a lot easier than tracking something for 52 weeks because, I mean, breaking something down into twelfths is a lot easier than breaking it down into 52s. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could have goals that, I mean, you may need more than 12 weeks, but it's good to have those smaller steps. And, like, when I mean small steps, I mean small steps. So, like I said, like, one of our goals was wedding planning. I think our first week goal was to find a destination. I mean, so by breaking it up how we did, it was, it, it just seems so much more manageable in those smaller steps than it did when we thought of planning a wedding. I mean, if you're just thinking of planning a wedding, it's super easy to procrastinate. It's super easy to just kind of put it off and, you know, you're going to plan the wedding. But like Sam said, breaking it down into steps, you really, you really see the amount of work it's going to take. And then you have to start knocking those those steps out every single week if you're going to complete it in 12 weeks. And two, you've got to be smart about how you write out those steps. So, I mean, we were talking about fitness. So let's say someone's goal was to lose 20 pounds. Well, you can't just have a goal of losing 20 pounds because it can't be a step of a goal, I guess. You can't just say you're going to lose 20 pounds. You need to have a step of how you're going to do it. So you're going to eat healthy for every meal that week. Or you're going to go to the gym for this amount of times. But even then, you can go to the gym and not do anything. Yeah, so I mean, you gotta, you got you to gotta know what you're doing or you got to get a trainer to show you what you're doing. 
Um, you need to track your macros to make sure you're consuming the right amount of foods. Um, you don't want to be going over your calories because um, if you consume more calories than you burn, you're going to gain weight. So if you want to lose weight, you need to set a diet that you eat less calories than you burn. And so it's really just making sure that you're setting up these steps so that you have you know, if you're going to eat less calories than you burn, then first you need to figure out how many calories you burn a day. Well, at first you probably want to figure out, like, get an app or a website that helps you figure that stuff out. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're going to have to do some sort of, yeah, so you have to get the application to show you uh, what your macros are, and then you'll need to start figuring out healthy meal plans and then you're going to have to follow that meal plan. Um, and then to help with the weight loss, you're going to need to do some sort of exercise. So finding gyms in your area, finding trainers in your area, things like that. Then you have to map out how many days a week you're going to exercise, what kind of exercising you're going to do. Um, so there's, there's so many things that goes into a 12-week goal or goals in general that if you set it up for yearly goals you're going to procrastinate it and you're going to get three quarters of the way through the year you may or may not review your goals and then you're going to have to hammer down and try and figure out all the the steps to take in order to reach it so it, it can be pretty overwhelming and this yeah this is a nice way to like break it down because then you can add one element a week so your first week can be finding the app your second week can be tracking your calories. The third week can be, I don't know, like not eating out. The fourth week could be going to the gym. Mm-hmm. And you can you just start off simple too, like just going to the gym two times a week. Then your week after that could be going to the gym three times a week. It's just like a good way to slowly be able to stack things on top of each other. And I mean, let's say at the end of the 12 weeks, you don't make your 20 pound goal, but by the end of the 12 weeks, you're now eating healthier tracking your calories, going to the gym. So those 12 weeks help you, I mean, probably achieve your goal overall, but it just may take longer. Yeah, I mean, really, everything you're doing, you're doing this is all, you you just want to stack wins. Say you set a monthly goal, and it's too big of a goal for the month, and you lose it, right? You lied to yourself. You are breaking down your confidence, okay? It's kind of the same thing if you... uh, if you're a lifter of any sorts, a power lifter, weight lifter, your first attempt, you want to crush that first attempt to win. And then you can take your next step. If you miss your first attempt, your mindset can be in the wrong place. You can start freaking out, oh, like, am I going to hit my next lift? So you really want to make sure that you are stacking wins. So if it's something as simple as, I'm going to go to the gym three times this week. Sorry that we're using all gym references. That's what we do for uh, a great portion of our life. But (laughs) anyhow, so say it's just as simple as you're going to go to the gym three days a week, right? This week. Make sure that your bag is packed. You load up your your lunch for for the day. That way, right after work, you can go straight to the gym and you can get that session in. And then at the end of that week, When you've went to the gym successfully three times, then you just got to win. You just won that week. Or say your goal is to eat, you know, whatever, eat eat healthy um, every day 
For every day you eat healthy, that day is a win. Any day you do not eat healthy, that day is a loss. So if you can have more wins than losses, you're going to be in a better framework, a better uh, a better mindset to then crush your goals moving forward. One thing we do talk about a lot to each other is mindset and having a positive mindset. I met Sean and he was Mr. Positive. Everything he wanted, he got his way. He was always so happy, so excited. He just knew he could pretty much get anything he wanted because he was so positive about it. And I might not have been that way when we met. Yeah, we're working on Sam. (laughs) It's gotten a lot better over the four years we've been together. Yeah, it has. But, I mean, I totally have to agree. Like, now that I've had a more positive mindset on life, I've felt like I've gotten almost everything I've wanted. I Everything seems, like, achievable in some kind of way. And it's just been having that positive mindset on life. And it's really, I mean, I don't want to say it, but it really has changed my life. But it was hard getting there. But you can, I mean, just fake it until you make it. If you pretend you have a positive mindset, it can go a long way. Yeah, I don't know when I picked up the positive mindset thing. But I just, one day, I I decided to start looking at a positive framework and... I've been doing it ever since, and when you do that, things come your way. Uh, you, you you just get better deals, you're more successful, you're happier, you hit the lift you want. Um, you win money at the casino. Yeah, you win at the casino. Um, if you think it, you can do it, sort of deal. And so, I don't know, at a younger age... Oh, good. We don't condone gambling, but I will say... I do like winning money, and when I, you know, throw some positive uh, waves at the machine, I win money. Yeah, I've definitely won more money than I lost playing slots, and that doesn't even make sense. So I just I just know I'm going to win, so then I end up winning the majority of the time. But once again, we don't condone gambling. Yeah, gambling's bad. It's uh, not financially... Smart, to say the least, and a lot of the stuff we'll probably be talking about is finance related, so just disregard that last portion about gambling. Um, but yeah, I have no idea what we're talking about anymore. Sorry, we're talking about positive mindset. And oh, came that way. yeah, positive mindset. I, it, I just, um, like I said, I've been listening to podcasts forever, I've been listening to audiobooks. Um, I didn't start reading books until Sam told me it'd be good for me, so can't really say that but yeah um started started with a positive mindset early on i've been wheeling dealing cars for a very long time and um boy i've won a lot more deals than i've lost in that in that realm just from pure positive mindset i believe um it honestly doesn't make sense some of the times you went you get more money for them yeah no i mean a lot of the times it's just stupid or i'll get it you know i'll get a car that's worth a couple grand for like a few hundred bucks and it doesn't make sense how i do that so um it just helps i mean positive mindset and everything it gives you a different outlook on life um i mean if you're if you're down in the digs and you're always thinking about oh my life sucks i can't do this i can't do that you're going to inherently think your life sucks that you can't do that 
that you won't do that. However, if you say you can, it'll be a reality. And I just realized when I started doing this, when I was 14 years old. I've never heard this. Okay, so, all right. um, When I was 14, I was fat. And my cousin PJ, no. Was this when they called you Santa, too? No, that was in middle school. So when I was 14, my buddy Zach Barnes said to me, shout out Zach Barnes, said, hey, dude, why don't you turn those man titties into pecs and get in the gym? And so my cousin PJ, he powerlifted with our relative Craig. And Craig was the powerlifting coach. And so I said, hey, PJ, bring me into this whole powerlifting gig. I want to try it out. And so I get in the gym. I talked to Craig and he's like, we, we, we left. He's like, if you're still here after a week, we'll talk. So boom, I'm there. I train the first day. I know that I'm going to do it forever. So I train whatever after a week I'm back. And he says, Hey, Sean, you're going to deadlift 315 this year at a meet. And I was like, I can't do that. And he said, get the fuck out of this gym. And I was really taken aback. I'm like, what? He's like, if you ever say you can't or you won't in this gym, get the fuck out of here. And I was like, okay. And he says, you can do it and you will do it. So that's what I want to hear. And so I said, all right, I'll do it. And so sure enough, that year I deadlifted 315 at the meet. So just like he said. And that's when I realized that positive mindset and telling yourself you can will make you successful, where a negative mindset and telling yourself you can't, you will not reach the goals you want. Um, So there you go, Sam. You learned something new today. So that is where the hatred of the word can't came from. Shout out to Craig. Sorry, you changed my life. Thank you very much. I, I, that just explains everything. It literally, how old I, did I not hear that story in four years? I don't know, but yeah, that really, um, that really built the framework for my whole life. So, a couple months ago, I remember you had a negative mindset on life for a little bit. Mm. How did you get out of it? Mm. Are you able to? Talk a little more on my negative mindset. Um, just everything that happened. You were like, I know this is going to be bad. I know, like, my truck is going to break down. I know I'm not going to get that package that was lost in the mail. Mm, mm, mm. I had a bad, I had a bad little, little stint there. And I, I constantly kept reminding you to keep a positive mindset. And And I didn't. He couldn't. I didn't, and things didn't come my way. I don't think any of them did. No. Shoot. Yeah, for some reason, I don't know exactly why. Um, But, yeah, I was in a pretty negative mindset for, I think, about two weeks. And then Sam got on my ass. Um, So, accountability. And made me get my mind right and then once i got my mind right everything just started flowing again so i mean once you get the one the first positive thing it's really easy to keep that train going but it's also easy to keep the negative train going as well yeah i mean it's it's as simple as getting a win or a lose so i just had to 
get my mindset right. I had to get a little win. I had to get another little win. And I had to keep stacking those little wins to really put me in the right mindset again. And so I think it also, I think what I just did was I started working out more. That is true. Oh, yeah, we weren't working out very much before that. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, we were training pretty sporadically about twice a week, maybe three times a week. Maybe once a week. Maybe once a week, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty pretty shitty couple months. Anyways, um, so, yeah, I mean, the biggest thing I just, like, we talked about things, made me realize my mindset wasn't right, and I wrote out a program, and I just started going to the gym more, and I started eating less shitty food and started meal prepping more that's true i mean the gym is our happy place i think now it definitely allows us to get some unwanted feelings out and just bring some positivity in our lives so what should i mean everyone should have something like that in their lives so like reading a book yeah i mean the the way i look at the gym is it that's where everything starts for me that's where the um like that's where my framework starts that's my standard so if i'm crushing it in the gym and i'm making sure i'm keeping that aspect right then i'm gonna crush it in work i'll crush it in relationship i'll crush it in everything else i do if i let the gym slack and i don't keep that as my building block then everything else kind of slacks too i don't take eating as seriously i don't take working as seriously um i think it's cool to watch just copious amounts of netflix and then you get really cranky yeah no i mean it it's a pretty negative negative train so i mean just having finding something i mean for us it's lifting it's been lifting for me since i was 14 um i think it'll be lifting for me for the rest of my life and that's just the framework for everything. Everything builds off of that. If I'm taking that seriously, I can take everything else seriously. So, I mean, this week, I think I trained 10 times, 9 times. Mm-hmm. I trained 9 times this week. Um, that's a little little more than usual. But um, once I start once I start crushing that aspect, once I start doing that more, I just I just want more in every every other realm of life. If I'm not taking that serious for some reason, whatever it is, I I start not taking everything else serious too. And so, I mean, that's that's the number one building block that I have to start with. And thankfully, Sam uh, told me to kick it in gear a couple months ago, and that really helped change my mindset around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've both been doing pretty good since then. Usually one of us has some negative spurt, a.k.a. me. Yeah, I have to tell Sam to get her mind right quite often. Um, but, I mean, it's so easy, right? How easy is it to just um, think negative about something, blame blame something else for your circumstance, blame someone else for your circumstance, when if you take ownership of everything and everything in your life you take ownership of, it's so much easier to change it, right? Because you're in control not someone else not something else so you if, if you look at it with that mindset you can control how things turn out mm-hmm. and that's i mean the reality of it because i think when oh when you met me i was a little party girl and sean put the capiche to that and i will say that has probably been one of the biggest things 
to change my mindset. Um, I mean, everyone knows alcohol is a downer, and it it really does affect you. I mean, you can say you enjoy it, but it will affect your mood. And so, I didn't quit drinking completely, but I cut down a lot, and that that's one thing that really helped me. Um, I started going to the gym with Sean because he either told me I could spend two hours with him at the gym or I could spend two hours alone at home. So I decided to just join the gym with him. It took me probably a year to enjoy it. A little longer than it should have because (laughs) everyone should enjoy it day one. (laughs) It probably took me a year to enjoy it. But, I mean, I had Sean there to push me to keep going. And I'm glad he did because now... It is like my safe place. It is my happy place. And when I can go there and sweat a lot and make my muscles tired, it really just puts me in a good mood for the rest of the day. Yeah, and now she makes me go sometimes. Like, I'll be like, hey, why don't we just sit at home and watch TV tonight? And she's like, nah, dude, we need to go to the gym. And I'm like, shit, yeah, we do. Pretty much. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, positive mindset is not, it's not easy, it's not easy. It's definitely not easy, it's something you gotta work at every day. You have to remind yourself constantly to stay in that framework, but if you do it long enough, it becomes a daily habit, and you won't even think about it. It'll just be how you act. And as soon as you become negative, like, you notice. I think there was, I think one day, like, last month, that I just felt in a negative mood. And I just made myself think everything positively. I I started thinking of everything that's going well in my life, and that really just helps you become more positive day to day. Absolutely. Yeah, it's little things like that that just... Uh... It could, I mean, it honestly could be very little. Like, I would look at our dog Mimi, and I would just be so thankful I have her. And then I get to play with her, and then she just makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's... It's easy and hard at the same time. It's just baby steps. Yeah. And so, I mean, all those baby steps, um, they build in something big, and that's where we get goals, um, and that's where we get um, completing our goals successfully. So um, take that for what it's worth. I think it's. I think if you take anything out of this, you j- this episode, just think of a positive mindset. And... Uh, If you're doing that, I think you'll be able to accomplish anything you want. Maybe not take over the world. Yeah, but I mean, you can't really have a positive mindset by taking over the world. That is true. We did discover that in Wonder Woman. Yeah, we watched uh, Wonder Woman 84 yesterday. And uh, we, our friend Ian rented out the uh, theater for us so we could all watch the movie. Um, thank you, Ian. It was a, it was a really good time, but it just, it, in that it goes to show, um, sorry not to be a spoiler here. Um, Wait, don't spoil it. I'm not spoiling it, but, um, just that, like, if you have, if your if your goal was to like take over the world or do something grandiose like that, most likely you're not going to be positive about it. Um, you're going to do a lot of shady negative things, which inherently will put you in a shady negative mindset. So, um, by keeping things positive, you're going to be more like Wonder Woman than like the villain. So do you think focusing more on yourself versus others can sometimes be negative? No. No? No. So if everything 
you're working for is for yourself and not something or someone else you think that's fine and positive oh no no then it could be okay that makes sense no i thought you meant like you know if you can't do something good for yourself should you do something good for others and i just think of like when you're in an airplane and if you're going to crash you're supposed to put your mask on before you save someone else's Mm -hmm. life put their mask on right so like you can't help anyone if you're dead sort of deal right no no that's not what you meant okay because then if that was what you meant then then no no like so people who are just completely self-absorbed i feel like they're just very negative yeah i mean self-absorbed people self selfish people are negative they are out to better themselves and better themselves only you really have to be out to for for a reason you have to be out to better everyone you should want to everyone or anyone yeah i mean you should be happy right if your friend got a promotion you should be like oh my god dude that's awesome congratulations you shouldn't be like oh fuck jeremy now jeremy's doing better than me that asshole no you should be like, oh my God, Jeremy, that's awesome. You're doing great. You're going to just help other people. Good job. And then you yourself should be like, wow, how can I get a promotion? Or how can I do something to to be like Jeremy, right? You shouldn't think of it in a negative way. Right, you should be proud of your friends for what they do, but also work towards, I mean, bettering yourself if you are mad that they're doing better. Yeah, for sure. So I don't really know if I answered that question, but yeah. To get back to it, I think if you're doing something for someone, if you have good values and morals and you're looking out for other people, then I think you can have a more positive mindset because you're doing something for someone, right? Like parents always say, well, good parents always say that they do stuff for their kids. And so if you have a a greater being than yourself and you see it that way then that will inherently make you a better person it will give you a better mindset if you're doing something for someone else if you're just doing everything for yourself for yourself growth alone and nobody else you're not trying to help others you're trying to do better than everyone else that's going to be a really negative mindset that's going to be really negative for everyone and down the line when you start slipping up if there's something in your mind that's not right there's something bringing you down you're not going to have anyone to help you you're not going to have anyone to pick you up and and get you in the right the right space kind of like sam did for me a couple months ago um and so always be thinking about how you can help other people will really get you get you in a better better state of mind yeah because you can even think about it like let's say you want to get a promotion to better yourself but you can also think of it as not to better yourself but like oh i can help the company out if i get this promotion because of x y and z Mm -hmm. so i mean even thinking about like you're helping your company out is enough to make it a more positive thing than being selfish absolutely i mean and you have you and i have done a lot of that I mean, if this is TMI, I don't know, but Sean and I, towards the beginning of our relationship, we struggled like most people. And in the end, we honestly stayed together because our dog Mimi was so dependent on both of us. And we, I mean, we couldn't break her heart by separating. So we 
I mean, made things work. Yeah, Mimi's just such a good girl. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, we just uh, decided to put our differences aside. And uh, really, the big thing was just communicating about everything so that we could be a single unit team. Mm-hmm. And um, that really was the the way to make things work. And so, I mean, one thing I truly believe in is there is not a certain someone for everyone. There's a lot of certain someones that can match with a lot of certain anyone's. Oh, yeah. No one has just one soulmate. There's no. more out there. And so, I mean, if you're willing to find someone who's willing to work and put as much in as you are, then it'll work. It doesn't matter. Um, if you communicate openly, you talk about things that suck to talk about. Um, I mean, a lot of couples I know won't talk about finances. And I talk to Sam about finances for about six hours a day. And she probably wants to stab me in the throat. And so talking about the things that aren't awesome to talk about, you know, um, is, is a big thing that we found out that that allows us to work together right i mean you need it in a relationship i i mean when i think about marrying someone i want to marry my best friend and if i can't tell my best friend everything and anything that's on my mind then i feel like i shouldn't be marrying them right i mean there may be some crazy things in there but sean listens to me and he accepts it she's psycho (laughs) yeah but uh and i i think too like that that still goes off the positive mindset because during that time, I we both had a negative mindset about our relationship. We both, we wanted other things and we're thinking selfishly at the time. And when we started putting our emotions towards something else, aka Mimi, we were able to realize, like, we're not the only ones in this relationship. Like, I'm... I was just thinking about myself and not about you and not about Mimi. So that was one thing that, I mean, we learned very early on was it all it all stems together. Communication, positive mindset, not thinking selfishly. Mm-hmm. It literally helps. It helps us every single day. Yeah, it all flows together very nicely, but it took a while to figure that out. Well... I keep having to push you to communicate more. You've been working on it. Yeah, and, I, and then I push you for a positive mindset, and everything just works out great. That's true. And then Mimi's just along for the ride. She's so cute. She's napping next to us, if anybody was curious. Yeah. So you'll see lots of pictures on her on our blog, tutorsoflife.com. Check it out. Or our Instagrams. Yeah, I don't know what my Instagram is, but I'm, I'm going to have Sam help me make a tutors of life instagram because um i don't know what my instagram handle is your original one no clue wow i know mine my personal one is sam zim 16 yeah that's not important anyhow we'll keep going what else is there sam i don't know positive mindsets communication goal setting holy shit we were talking about goals this whole time (laughs) so anyhow full circle we'll wrap this up because i haven't ate dinner yet and i really like to eat so setting short-term realistic goals winning those goals every chance you get wins stack upon wins if you lose make sure the next day is a win be in a winner's mindset And then 
On top of that, always be positive and always be serving someone else, serving a bigger purpose. And lastly, have a vision so that everything you're doing is working towards something beneficial and something that has meaning to you and someone else. Um, that is what I got for you today. Sam, what would you like to add? Communication. Yeah, shit. Communicate. It's really important. It's how Sam and I have stayed together this long, and I'm very thankful she's made me do that. Me too. It's worked out for the better. For sure. Anything else? That's all I got. All right. Check out our blog at tutorsoflife.com. Um, Sam's going to get us an Instagram set up. And everybody have a splendid day. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. <laughs>